The Athletic. Hello, I'm Ian McIntosh and this is not the Football Manager Show. This is a very special beginner's guide to FPL. Now, if that sounds like your idea of hell on earth, that's fine. We're all just colourful threads in the vibrant tapestry of life. Yeah, if we're all the same, we'd be the carpet of life. So if you don't really fancy this, why not try Totally Football Show? Or perhaps Football Clichés? That's good. But if you're sticking around, let me tell you why we're doing this and why we're doing it here. It's because I don't really understand FPL, and I kind of want to learn. And I am a captain of industry, and so I've commissioned this show, this episode, purely to help me. Uh, Honestly, it's just a bonus if you're still listening at this point. Because the first time I played fantasy football, I built a team on the spine of Ron Atkinson's Aston Villa side. I didn't win that year, and Big Ron got sacked. And the last time I really went for it... I spent all my money on Andrei Shevchenko and Thierry Henry, and Henry basically gave up before the end of the season, and Shevchenko scored a grand total of four goals. But it's all changed now, hasn't it? There are, there are rules and things. It's confusing. I need a strategy. And who better to give me strategy than the general? Hello, FPL general. Good to be here, Ian. Thanks for inviting me on. I'm, I'm looking forward to to helping you along your way to hopefully getting back into FPL and, and having a good season. God knows I need all the assistance you've got. Um, but right now, uh, every time I listen to a podcast, when, when the expert comes on, I'm like, right, who are you and what right, sir or madam, have you got to tell me this information? So uh, tell, tell me about your FPL career. Yeah, so I was doing some research this week just to figure out how long I'd actually been playing and it, it brought me back to the 2002 World Cup. I was 11 years old and there was a, a fantasy game in my in my uncle's pub in Ireland where you had to pick five midfielders and five forwards and that brought me into FPL then that August, which was 21 years ago now, which Good I find God. very hard to believe. So uh, it's about time I started thinking about FPL retirement, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in too deep now at this stage. So... Managed to do quite well during a four-year spell a couple of years ago, you know, around Leicester's title winning season. I managed to get three top 500 finishes in four years. And off the back of that, started doing, you know, I started Twitter, FPL Twitter account, started the podcast, and things just kind of snowballed very quickly. And people started to listen to my opinion and listening to the advice. And I took the plunge then in 2018 and went full time. I said, look, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But thankfully, lots of doors opened. Things like The Athletic have been very good. And here I am, living the dream. I, I sit and watch Match of the Day now on a Saturday night and I tell a wife I'm working so she, she can't switch it off anymore. Nice. Well, you're speaking to someone who literally used to play football manager for a job. So I think we're, we're kindred spirits here. Tell me about this podcast. Where is it and where can I listen to it? Yep. The Athletic FPL podcast available on the Athletic app, ad free and all usual platforms. It's it's straight to the point. Every Monday you get it in about 30 minutes. There's lots and lots of FPL podcasts out there nowadays. But my one is... Quite easy to consume, especially for people with busy lives nowadays. You, you get everything you need in a, in a night short, short burst. So, yeah, check it out on all the usual platforms. Excellent. That's what you need. Just get in, get the info, get out again, and, and hopefully pick up some points along the way. So your starting point, uh, as I say, I play a lot of football manager, and I always think when you start with your team, you, you have to decide what you're trying to do so that everything builds into it, where you're playing passing football or long ball football. Do you need like an ethos when you're building your FPL team? What you'll find a lot of people 
talking about particularly nowadays is it's more about kind of where you spend your your budget you'll you'll see a lot of people spend a lot more on defenders nowadays than they would have Mac you know five or ten years ago but I think essentially when you are building your first squad especially if you haven't done it for a long time this season's actually a good time to come back into it because lots of last season's top four or five teams have really good fixtures to begin the season and the prices the FPL prices are quite generous it's quite easy to build a team with lots of the big players from the big teams so you just you basically keep it simple game week one you focus on your your Manchester City your Liverpool Arsenal Tottenham and Chelsea all five of those have really good fixtures for the first seven or eight game weeks so you you basically build a core around those you know you're probably going to have eight nine maybe even ten players from those five teams so it's you kind of can ease yourself back into it this season and then a lot of people are probably going to play in an early wild card this year because of the world cup so you can okay. reassess after a couple of game weeks then all right a lot of things to uh to to sort of circle back to you on there first of all how do they score points is it just scoring goals or are there there more ways to win yeah, lots of different ways. It's like most fantasy games, it's it's the most important thing is your goals, your assists and your clean sheets. That's where you get your most. You're getting your four points. Strikers get four points for a goal, midfielders five and defenders six. And then your defenders also get four points for a clean sheet. Goalkeeper is the same. So you do tend to focus on your, you know, your midfielders and forwards that are going to get you the attacking returns. And then you want your defenders to be from teams that are going to keep a significant number of clean sheets but also you want defenders who can get you know goals and assists as well so primarily you'll you'll see most fantasy teams that will go for fullbacks nowadays or wingbacks people like Reese James Trent Alexander-Arnold Andrew Robertson these guys are a lot more attractive than the centre backs so yeah you, you kind of build your squad in with with all that in mind. Now uh, I, I said Earlier on, the first time I played fantasy football, I bought Sean Teal and Earl Barrett from Aston Villa, um, thinking they were going to have another title challenge, which they did not do. And I was basically dead in the water straight away. But with this FPL, you can you transfer on a near constant basis, right? Yeah, so you get you get one free transfer every week. You do have the ability, if you don't use one of them, let's say you don't use one going into Game Week 2, you then have two free transfers for Game Week 3. You never have more than two free transfers. So when you've got two, you've basically got to use one or you lose it. But you do get one free one every week over the season. And, and most managers do end up using a transfer most Game Weeks because a lot changes. You've got injuries, you've got your suspensions and the hottest new player who's just scored a brace the previous week, the bandwagons. So yeah, it's quite... It's, you're quite active as as an FPL manager. You know, you you're making a transfer most weeks, and you're usually you know captaincy. You might be changing your captain most weeks as well. So this is very much something you need to maintain uh, as you go along, and and presumably look out for stuff like you know let, let's say that. I don't actually think this will happen, but let's say Nottingham Forest become the whipping boys of, of the season. Then when whoever is up against Nottingham Forest, you're thinking, right, I need their striker. They're going to score goals. Exactly. And what we would have had uh, last season, we had Norwich, who were basically the weapon boys. So you would have had most weeks, the team that were playing Norwich, you would kind of aim to have an attacker from that team. And most importantly, you would you would kind of focus your captaincy on, you know, your captain, a premium asset from one of the top four or five teams when they're playing one of those weapon boys. So that's kind of where you go. So with your captaincy. What, does the, what does this captain thing do? So captaincy, you pick a captain every week. And that player scores you double points. Ah, right. Then you also assign a vice captain 
and the, um, that the vice captain only comes into play if your captain plays zero minutes. So let's say you captain Mohamed Salah game week one, and for whatever re- whatever reason he doesn't play, the vice captain comes into play, and that player then gets you double points. You've got to pick your vice captain carefully, even though it doesn't come into play very often. You don't want to just not. You know, some people will just leave it on the goalkeeper and never think about it. But you do want to put it on a player that you think is going to score well in that game week. Are there any restrictions on, like, could you pick the entire Manchester City team to start with? There are restrictions, yes. You you can only pick a maximum of three players from any one club. Some people try and, and play a little trick sometimes at the start of the season. We had it with Zinchenko this season moving to Arsenal. So what people would have did was, was pick three Arsenal players plus Zinchenko. And then when he moves to Arsenal, you've got four Arsenal players. Not that that might necessarily be a good idea, but yeah, usually you can only have a maximum of three players from any one team. So if you start, for example, with your triple up of Salah, Trent and Robertson from Liverpool, and if Diaz starts a season hot, you're going to have to lose one of those Liverpool trio to be able to get Luis Diaz in. Gotcha. Okay, let's talk about common mistakes, or otherwise known as things I'm bound to do unless you stop me. Yeah, I think the biggest one I always see at this time before a season starts is people who are new to the game or who are not very experienced will pick fantasy players in their team that are really good real-life players but are not very good fantasy players. So in FPL, that's your defensive midfielders, people like N'Golo Kante, maybe even uh, Rodri, Jordan Henderson. These guys are all fantastic Premier League players but they don't score many FPL points because the scoring system is not set up to reward these kind of players, you know, you don't get points for, you know, interceptions, tackles or anything like that in FPL. So you've got to avoid kind of the defensive midfield picks. It's kind of a, a no-go area. Other common mistakes, I think it's just with mainly with budget, people will spend too much in certain positions. Uh, an, an example is the goalkeepers. Some will go in and pick, let's say, an Ederson and an Allison and think they're going to, you know, rotate them. But you're better just picking one goalkeeper that plays every week in your team and then have a four million on your bench that you never use because you can just use that cash saving for the rest of your team. Then likewise with strikers, you don't want to buy three expensive strikers. So this season we've got Holland, Kane and Vardy as the three most expensive. But if you pick all three of them, it leaves you very inflexible when you're making your transfers. You know, it might be difficult to get a, a good midfielder in or a good defender after a couple of game weeks. So you kind of got to spread your budget around uh, quite, quite carefully. Um I'm already starting to think about this and thinking that um, set-piece takers would be key. James Ward-Prowse, set-piece weasel extraordinaire. Um, and also big centre-backs who who are good at corners. Uh, Sven Botman in my Newcastle Football Manager game um, uh, was legendary for this, but I'm guessing Harry Maguire's not too bad at a near-post corner. Yeah, set, set pieces always play a very important role in fantasy, penalty takers in particular. And, and it's interesting you mentioned Ward Price because Ward Price kind of splits opinion in, in the fantasy community because he's very cheap. He's got all the set pieces, you know, your corners, your free kicks and your penalties. But people view him as quite a quite a boring FPL asset because he's not a flair player in open play, but he, he ticks along very nicely in terms of points. Players like Ward Price, you kind of have to pick them in your game week one team and leave them there for the whole season because it's quite hard to predict when the points are actually going to come with a set-piece player like that. Centre-backs as well. I mentioned earlier, the full fullbacks are more attractive nowadays because they do get more attacking returns. But players like Maguire, Lewis Dunk is probably underpriced this season. I think he got five goals last season. He's only 4.5 million. So players like that do tend to be, you know, they can't. there can be some gems in there, those goal-scoring centre-backs. And, and Botman certainly want to keep an eye on this season. 
Um, someone in the comment section underneath your article on The Athletic talked about set and forget teams. Um, what, what's that? So this, some people don't want to engage too much with FPL. Let's say they don't want to have to you know, check it every week and make transfers. So this is kind of the idea of picking a team in game week one that will last you for the long term. So, for example, when I'm picking my game week one team, I'm probably only looking at the first four or five weeks because I'll probably wildcard quite early in the season. Whereas someone who wants to play the set and forget approach, you're looking at probably more of a long term fixture view, maybe first half of the season. And you're just plugging in players that you think will just play 90 minutes very often. And, you know, more, more than likely you're picking players from from the top half of the table in that as well. So it's just kind of, a, I guess, for, for someone like me, I would call it kind of the lazy approach or just, just the, the people who, you know, they want to be in leagues with friends and stuff like that, but they don't want to have to look after every week. So if you're picking a set and forget team, you'd probably have a very strong captain like a Mohamed Salah or a Harry Kane or, or a Holland because over the course of the season, they should score well, even if you if you captain them every week. And and this is one of the good things about FPO, isn't it? It's very easy just to set up your team and then, am I right in thinking you can sort of enter it in various leagues? You could have that team in a league with your friends, you could have that team in a league with uh, people you work with, that that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think that's the best thing about FPL. It's the it's the mini league banter, whether it's family, whether it's work colleagues, it, and it's very easy to do. So they actually increase the number of leagues you can enter now as well. You can maybe it's something like twenty or twenty five leagues. Everything's free to enter. You know, it's quite easy to distribute codes for people who set up the leagues and stuff like that. So yeah, that's 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 where the real fun is. We we all. A lot of us hardcore will try and achieve a very good overall rank. But at the end of the day, I think we all started playing to try and beat our mates or, or beat our work colleagues. And speaking of which, and your your podcast going through the, the forthcoming season, your, will, will you have a league there for the listeners? Yes, there is. There will be an athletic league for listeners. And on next week's podcast, which will be on Monday, I will have the details of how you join. That'll have the mini league code for, for listeners. There you go. Uh, I am going to do my team later this week and I'm going to get myself involved in that and we'll see just how very, very bad I am. So uh, remind me again the name of the podcast. It's the Athletic FPL Podcast. The Athletic FPL Podcast. You find it wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you so very much. I feel like I'm almost certainly going to abuse my position and uh, continue to send you messages to ask for help. Uh, So I just want to apologise in advance. I look forward to to ripping that first draft to shreds when you send it on. (laughs) I look forward to that too. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for listening. The Athletic.